It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Significant Others Podcast with Ronnie Scalzo. One day, there was a girl and a guy. It was magic when they caught each other's eye. Who would have thought that these crazy kids would ever fly so f***ing high? Now they'll be together until one of them dies. Today, we'll find out all that there is to know about romance. On your favorite morning show, they're not sisters and brothers, or each other's fathers and mothers, just as long as they're lovers, they're significant others. All right, everybody, it's the maiden voyage of the Significant Others podcast. My name is Ronnie Scalzo, and I'm here today with my special guest, Sheldon. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm on the maiden voyage. I'm so excited. That's right. It all crashes and burns with you. It doesn't work out. So no pressure. Sheldon is Danielle Monero's husband. And how long have you been married? Uh, Ten years. So how did you and Danielle Monero first meet? Well, actually, I met Elvis first. Elvis takes all the credit for introducing me to Danielle. I met Elvis on a booze cruise around Manhattan. And uh, we had a great time that night, uh, drank a few too many beers. He and I were talking about uh, fashion and uh, wine, and uh, he and I weren't on a date or anything there. However, (laughs) there were a few conversations there that made him wonder if I was, which team I was batting for at the time. Understood, okay. Now, how did you know that you were going to be set up with Danielle? Okay, well, once Elvis met me on the booze cruise, he came back and said, I want to call Sheldon in to do a bit for the show. So he had me come do a blind dating drive-by segment for the show, and he had me out with Greg T. in front of the Holland Tunnel. We've got a guy out there by the Holland Tunnel. If you want to go on a date with this guy, call into the show. Sadly, not many people called into the show. I was standing out there with Greg T. I I thought I was looking pretty fly in my suit, but (laughs) apparently not. So nobody really called in to come on the date, except once they heard my accent. And then a few people called in, and, and they chose a person to come on a blind date with me. So from point A to point B, how do you wind up going out on a date with Danielle Monero? When I came into the studio before I went out with Greg T to do that piece, uh, he said, hey, come into this room. I want you to meet somebody. And we went into another room and he called Danielle in and said, here, I want you to meet Sheldon. I just met him last night on a booze cruise. And Danielle had absolutely no interest in talking to me whatsoever. She was <laughs> very, very busy at the time and uh, came in, shook my hand, smiled and, and sat on a chair and basically said, well, now what do you want me to do? He, I think, wanted me to strike up the conversation. And so I tried and Danielle wasn't interested at all in continuing a conversation with me. So we wrapped up nicely. I smiled and she took off. And then I went and did the blind date with Greg T. And I only really got to talk to Danielle after that when we actually went on the blind date dinner. So at the blind date dinner, that's when you first kind of connected to Danielle. Correct. Yes. After that dinner or during that dinner, what transpired? What did you first think of her when you first met her? I was immediately captured by her smile as I am still 16 years later. And at that point, you could tell that she just had a fun lease for life. 
everywhere she went, everybody she spoke to, she was always smiling and laughing. And that was very, very important to me. So as much as I had fun with the date that I had been set up with, I think I spent more time with Danielle than I did with my date at that time. So you were there on a date technically with somebody else because of this yes. event. Yes. So from that point, how do you make the moves on Danielle and ask her out on a first date? So we went to see a Wizard of Oz performance on the blind date. And I had bought my date a Tin Man stuffed toy just as a little gesture to say, remember the, the date. But I also went and bought Danielle the Cowardly Lion as well at the same time. So I had left her with something to remember me by. And then uh, when Elvis was talking to Danielle the next day, he said, what do you think about Sheldon? And she said, oh, yeah, no, I had a really nice time with him. And he, he said, okay, I'm going to set you up on a date. I think you guys would be a good match. And he made a reservation for us to go to dinner the next week. So he actually set up the blind date for me and Danielle to go on our first date together. So Elvis, from the beginning, was really the uh, mastermind behind this whole Elvis pairing. is the entire reason that Danielle and I are together, and he constantly reminds us that we wouldn't be married, we wouldn't have kids, we wouldn't have a house together if it wasn't for him. So he takes all the credit for our entire journey together. Okay, so now it's just yourself and Danielle. There's no third parties. There's no morning show events. It's just the two of you. Take me back to that night. What were you thinking that night? Did you immediately think there's some potential here or were you just kind of going with it? No, absolutely. That that night we went for dinner at Fresco by Scotto in the city and we just had a whale of a time. It was immediate click. We laughed the entire night and we really did not want the night to end. Although both of us had to go to work the next morning, especially Danielle getting up about three in the morning for the show, we stayed out till probably one, two in the morning and I'm not sure if she even went to bed that night. It wasn't with me, though. Did you kiss on the first date? We did. Yeah, we did. In the street. And uh, <laughs> I think as we were departing to both our cars, and we got uh, razzed by somebody uh, walking by who saw us and yelled out, Get a room! Yeah, there's we always were, that person yeah, in New York City. New York City. It was so. probably me, actually. It could have been you. <laughs> yeah. So what were you thinking right before you kissed her for the first time? Were you confident? Did you know that this is going to be met with an equal amount of passion or were you nervous as hell? Actually, I'll be honest. I don't think I was the aggressor. I think oh, well, look if, at that. If I remember it rightly, I went in tentatively and Danielle almost grabbed my hair at that point. That doesn't surprise me. No, no. All right. But before I get into the Q&A about the dynamics of your relationship over the years. I want to know a little bit more about you. I want our listeners to know a little bit more about you. You're obviously, okay. you're a British man. Yes. Were you born in Britain? Or yeah. Yeah. I was born in, uh, right around London in England. And I got a full scholarship to come over and play soccer for the University of Bridgeport in Connecticut here. And after I graduated college, decided that this was the place I wanted to spend the rest of my life. And your family, parents, live in Britain? My family is all back in Europe. Yeah, I don't have any uh, direct family over here now. No, just me and the family I've created. And speaking of which, you have two boys, correct? Yep. Two little boys, eight and four. Yep. They're, they're following my footsteps, both playing soccer. And what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a real estate agent with Remax, serving uh, Bergen County in uh, New Jersey. All right. So any Jersey listeners out there who need to buy or sell property, this is the man right here. There you go. So let's get into uh, the dynamics of your relationship. You've been married for 10 years, together for 16. There's certainly something to be said for that. Longevity certainly means a lot, especially in today's day and age. Yep. The first time you made Whoopi, Super Spectacular or Snorefest? Somewhere in the middle, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, extremely memorable. It was extremely uh, anticipated, should we say, because it, was, it wasn't on the first few dates. 
So when the time came, uh, it was extremely memorable and, and pretty special. How many dates before Danielle put out? Oh, put out? Two. <laughs> Danielle's best physical feature? Smile. Who's hornier? Danielle. Who looks better naked? Oh, Danielle. What is Danielle's most disgusting habit? Gas. From which, uh, <laughs> from uh, which orifice? Well, you, the, the one you're thinking. Who is Danielle's biggest celebrity crush? Probably someone from True Blood. Who's your biggest celebrity crush? Christina Aguilera. What is Danielle's biggest fear? Clowns and not having enough shoes in her closet. How often do you make Whoopi now? Uh, far less now that the kids are here, that's for sure. Mm. So from the time that you went on the first date with Danielle until now, were there some breakups in between? Were there any hard times? Or you basically just been together from the beginning? No breakups, but there's definitely been uh, nights on the couch. There's definitely been walks out of the house and drives around the town for numerous hours at a time. But I have to believe that that is normal. And as long as your underlying thoughts together are that this is just normal and you've got to get past the challenges that pop up every day or every week or whatever it is, then you calm down and then you come back and talk again. Was there a specific moment that you can recall where you thought, Danielle, she's the one, she's the one I want to be with? I think there was. I think when she came over to meet my family for the first time and they all just, they didn't even have to say anything. They looked at me and smiled. And after all my dating years before that, when they looked at me with a big smile and sort of gave me a wink, I think that just solidified in my mind that uh, although I knew already in my heart that I was being drawn to Danielle, that just put the uh, icing on the cake, I think. What's yours and Danielle's idea of a truly romantic evening? Bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> that is the Woo! one of the best romantic evenings we could possibly have right now with only the two of us in the house. Kids somewhere else, cats somewhere else, phones off. Wow, that would be fabulous. If it was out of the house, um, we love Manhattan. We, we always used to go into Manhattan at least once or twice a month. That has since stopped. But when we do get the time for date night, we, uh, we love to go into the city. We just love the ambience of the city. We always find that still very romantic, even after all these years being surrounded by it. Who wears the pants in your relationship? Me. As much as Danielle is from the Bronx... You have the Bronx and the Brit, and those are two pretty uh, loud, gesturing personalities, but I still think the pants are mine. All right. Well, somebody has to wear them, yes. so why not you, right? right? You look good in pants, so... Oh, thanks. Better, better than a skirt. <laughs> well, I haven't seen you in a skirt, but... Oh, I, I got pictures. Maybe by the time this interview is over. There you go. Is Danielle Monero the jealous type? Not anymore. She was. She was for a while, but I think that's probably normal when you're starting to get to know people. But it was tough to talk about prior girlfriends and relationships, but not anymore. Not, I don't think at all anymore. In fact, she would definitely give me a hall pass for a night with Christina Aguilera if, if that ever appeared. All right. Now, you're married to somebody who is in the public eye, who has tons of Twitter followers and whose voice is heard on the radio every day. Are you the jealous type? No, not at all. And again, I think that comes from complete belief in trust. I have absolutely no concerns whatsoever. And Danielle is, as you know, is in an industry where there is a ton of flirtatious activity from celebrities and publicists and everybody trying to put their best foot forward and make a name for themselves. So she is constantly surrounded by 
these type of people and this type of communication. And I have no hesitation at all when she's going uh, on some of these events, etc. None at all. Okay, good. That's good. In-laws, love them or let's not go there? Love them. Absolutely. <laughs> love my in-laws. I'm blessed with having fabulous in-laws. And, and Danielle has a large family. And every single one of them is a very unique character. And it's always entertaining. Danielle Monero, good driver, road hog, or road rage? Road beast. Uh, <laughs> just one of the worst drivers I've ever driven with. I strapped myself in with the front seat, and then I, I locked myself in with additional straps. I, it, terrible driver. Terrible. Can you describe or remember anything memorable about that first moment, the feelings that went through your heart and your head when you had your first child with Danielle? Once our first son actually came into the world, yeah, everything stopped. Everything stopped. It went in slow motion. I just looked in. It's almost like you had that camera zoom effect. Your eyes just zoomed right in on his little face, and you realize that you now just had somebody else in your life that will take every moment of your time and your concern and your dedication, and it was one of those snapshot moments that you'll never forget. All right, so now you're a daddy. Yes. Changing diapers, pulling teeth, or let's do this? No, let's get stuck in. Let's get it going. You get just... it in, get it out. Yeah, we got to get this thing done. Get that thing off. Get the wipes. Get the cream. Get your fingers in there. Let's get this thing done and moved on. So you fully embrace the diaper Absolutely. Diaper. All right, good no problem. You. Who's the stricter parent? Who's the enforcer? I'm like Megatron. I'm the enforcer there, <laughs> without a doubt. I'm the disciplinarian, but it's all out of love. Does that create any sort of rift between you and your wife? Yes, sometimes. Danielle is, let's say, the softer side of parenting when it comes to discipline. And as much as I don't want to be the hard hammer the whole time, I don't want them to develop bad habits of rudeness or laziness or the constant whining that we have to deal with and try and snap out of. But my ways of dealing with it are short and swift. And... Uh, Danielle would rather sort of string it out a little bit, I think. Sure. Well, my experience is that we're like snowflakes. You're never going to handle a situation exactly the same way. Yep. So it's a lot of give and take, yeah. but you have to make sure that you don't pull too hard or push too hard either way when you're dealing with your kids. Absolutely. But the, the one thing with the kids in that scenario is they're so darn smart, so darn early in life that they know exactly which parent to go to when they have a request for something and they know how to ask and push the right buttons for each one of us. And who would have thought that at four years old, these kids are like heavy negotiators. They're unbelievable. So they're manipulating both of oh, you. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, they got us in the palm of their hand. They probably go back and high-five each other when, we're, when the door's <laughs> closed. What's the most rewarding part of being a parent? Opening that front door when you come home from work and hearing, Hello, Daddy! And getting a big hug. Nothing beats that. And when you come out of your car and step up the stairs towards the front door, you know that's coming. And there's not really an emotion in the world that can compete with that. What's the most frustrating part of being a parent? Asking five to ten times without fail for them to do certain things before they will actually go and brush their teeth or put their pajamas on or anything else that you, you need them to do. Do you see any characteristics in either of your sons that reminds you of yourself? Yes. My son, Spencer, is a real smart ass. Uh, <laughs> and I believe he takes after his father in that standpoint. Okay, fair enough. What has Danielle Monero done in the past that really pissed you off? Well, 
it happens time and time again. It's my number one pet peeve. Uh, we live such fast-paced lifestyles that I do need to be able to reach her, and I will walk out or put a phone down and say, hey, have a good rest of the day, good luck with whatever you're doing, and just please make sure you have your cell phone with you. And inevitably, I'll call back 10 or 15 minutes later. It goes to voicemail. No cell phone. What's Danielle's favorite style of music? Pop. This is a generic question, but I've seen you guys in action, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you dance? Yes. Now, I've noticed at some uh, co-workers' functions that you guys, not only do you dance, but you dance in tandem. Tell me about that. Is that something that you guys decided to do together to take lessons? And whose idea was it? I used to teach a version of Jive. It's such a fun partner dance you can do with your significant others or anybody. But I used to teach it. I used to be up on stage and teach a crowded room. And Danielle picked up on it right away as soon as we got into a relationship. And she's a fantastic dancer. So we have fun with it at weddings and gatherings, etc. It's it's really nice to, to be able to go up there and do something like it. It's like a version of swing. So, yeah, we, we love it. We love it. No, I've seen you guys in action and I've always been impressed. Oh, so. well, thank you. Kudos to you, sir. Kudos. Nice. Sports. Shared experience or see you in a couple hours. I'm a huge sports fanatic, pretty much every sport. And Danielle never really was growing up. But now she gets involved, and, and that's one of the things I love about her is that she's always open to trying to get into some of the things which make me excited, and sports is definitely a huge thing that makes me excited. It allows us to spend more time together, either watching TV or going to the game or whatever it is, but very big part of my life and certainly my kid's life already, and I'm, I'm so happy that Danielle does jump on board and, and get to know it. What's Danielle Monero's favorite cocktail? Malibu Bay Breeze. Who's more of a lightweight when it comes to alcohol? Oh, please. It's not even close. Don't forget, I grew up in England where you're almost born in a pub, and by 12, I was drinking Stella with my father. I think, well, maybe I shouldn't have even said that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we started drinking early, shall we say, and... Danielle, you can get one alcoholic beverage in her, and she might need assistance to walk to the car. Pets. I know you guys have a cat, George. Yep. Love him or hate him? Love him to death, and he loves me. I'm his daddy. He comes every night onto the bed. He waits for me to get into bed, sits on my chest, comes nuzzles up against me. Love him to death. That's my first child before my other two came along. But he has a weird habit, though, once I've finished hugging him. He likes to come and uh, lick my armpits. Just like Danielle. Just like Danielle. So the two of them do have a connection there. Did you inherit this cat? Was this Danielle's cat before you met her? Nope. Again, we, we felt that this was a, a twist of fate, a little gift from God, if you like. When we lived in our first house, we heard a, a little squeaking outside the door one night. I opened the front door and literally sitting on our welcome mat uh, was George. And he could fit in the palm of our hand. He was a tiny little marshmallow. And I picked him up with a sort of quizzical look on my face, brought him back inside in one palm of my head and, and showed him to Danielle and said, look what I just found. Her immediate response was, oh, can we keep him? And then that was it. We kept him. Do you believe that Danielle Monero is your soulmate? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I do. We go through all the same type of challenges that a lot of people do, but... At the end of the day, I'm never concerned that we won't get through it. There's some pretty heated challenges that come up. Again, we're both pretty feisty characters, but I never believe that we can't get through it. If Danielle wasn't on the morning show, what career path do you think she would have taken? Danielle would probably have been a sports mascot. She loves to dress up. She used to do dress up for a party promotion company. So she'd, I'm sure, have a whale of a time going out and entertaining the crowds in a, in a Snoopy costume or something like that.
If you or Danielle won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Take a tour around the world. The one thing about having such fast-paced careers that both of us have is that the spare time with the family and the, the vacations away is tough to come by. And without a doubt, that's what we would do. We would definitely pick up and take a long vacation for sure. How do you and Danielle resolve your differences? We walk away. We walk away and calm down. That was sort of an agreement that we had because, again, we can both raise voices pretty loud. <laughs> At the end of the day, when it gets to that point, one of us has to flick that switch and say, okay, got to walk away. Inevitably, we'll come back with cooler heads that will prevail. Finally, they say the couple that plays together stays together. You guys have been together for 16 years now. What do you and Danielle play together? We like to go to the movies still. We like to go in the pool. We have a nice pool in the backyard. We like to do fun stuff outside. And we certainly like to play games with the kids. It's very important for us that it's not all work and grind. Danielle is a, an absolute genius when it comes to having fun with life. I've learned so much from Danielle in terms of how to make the most out of every moment you have in life. And she's just remarkable when it comes to having fun with everything she does. Uh, and I have huge admiration for her for that. Before we go, anything you want to say to Danielle after revealing all this very personal information? Maybe just a quick reminder that there is a limit on how many shoes one individual is supposed to own. <laughs> if you own more shoes than there are days in a year, then you probably have too many. And if you have too many, it means you shouldn't buy any more. <laughs> Sheldon Neal, gentleman, scholar, super dad, oh, snappy dresser. Wow. This is the, the maiden voyage of significant others, and you have given me more answers than I know what to do with. I thank you, sir, for your time. My pleasure. Always a pleasure. Uh, we'll see you again, hopefully. Nice. On, when we do the uh, grandparent segment in 40 years. Excellent. I'll be there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.